Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And I hope all of y'all had a had a great long weekend For those of you who are fortunate enough to have uh, yesterday off And of course, I mean, we have to give give thanks and honor the the human being responsible for for that day off. And more importantly, the legacy of this person left behind, of course, that's Martin Luther King Jr. Or Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., I should say. And I was just kind of stewing on this, uh, you know, yesterday and and watching some documentaries on him and and just kind of reflecting on some of the quotes that I've been seeing floating around online. And it really uh, inspired me to want to do something that was was based upon you know of course some of his some of his teachings and and specifically when it comes to the idea of purpose it's, obviously dr king is somebody who found his purpose and and fought you know sadly with his very life for that purpose and that kind of had me thinking about this youtube video that i had uh, seen a, a few weeks back randomly just kind of popped up on my algorithm as it typically does and it was a, a video from cnbc and it was uh, how to be happy and they kind of break down, um, you know, places around the world that are considered to be the happiest. They break down what certain uh, psychologists will say about the actual keys, the, the, the keys to being happy and actually being fulfilled in this life. And one of them was reminiscent of something that I feel like Dr. King not only spoke about, but, but stood by and is something that is a part of his, his legacy, obviously. And that's the idea of, of believing in something larger than yourself. So that's kind of what I want to get into today. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I think selfishly even, it's something that I'm kind of like pontificating upon. And, and it's one of those things I kind of feel like I love having this platform to be able to kind of, you know, uh, flesh out some of these ideas that are running around in my head. You know, I don't really keep uh, much of a script. I kind of have like a bit of an outline of things I want to get to in each episode. But Outside of that, everything is kind of just me having my my thoughts and my stream of conscious and, you know, um, allowing that to come across on the microphone and for the show and, and kind of allowing me to really just get these ideas out of my head. So I wanted to kind of stew on this a bit here for the podcast. because I thought that 
not only selfishly for myself, but I also just thought for all of all of you listening, how beneficial it is to realize how important it is, you know, to be really connected to something that is a, a bit bigger than than just yourself. So I want to get into all that. We'll, we'll dive into some epic quotes from Martin Luther King for our Mi Gente segment. I want to kind of talk about some of these quotes that uh, sort of inspired this idea. And just a heads up, no Mi Gente segment for this show. I kind of just felt like this topic sort of speaks for itself. And I just wanted to, to let it live a little bit. And with that said, let's get into all of it, as we always do with a bit of a deep dive in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right. So I mentioned that video on CNBC and they had a bunch of different people speaking about the idea of how to be happy, uh, what makes people happy. And one person they had speaking was a social psychologist from NYU. uh, And his name is Jonathan Haidt. He's the author of a book called The Happiness Hypothesis. And he basically says that human beings uh, are, are complex creatures who, quote, survive and thrive in an intensely social world. And his quote on, on when it comes to actual happiness, he says, quote, true happiness comes when you get three kinds of relationships right. He says the one between yourself and others, between yourself and work or something productive and between yourself and something larger than yourself. And I think all of those, I would love to maybe dive into them to a degree. I would actually, maybe I should reach out to this dude and see if I could have him on the show. Um, but I, the, the the third one I want to, is the one I want to really get to here. Uh, and it's that relationship between yourself and something larger than yourself. Like, I, I think for me, as I look back, things didn't really start making sense for me, probably until, you know, the pandemic 2020, when I really felt like I honed in on what was important to me, you know, what was you know, really the thing that I felt mattered most in this world. And I was advocating for people of color, advocating for my community specifically, you know, and it wasn't until I kind of really started getting involved in producing that type of content that I really felt like, man, I'm like, I'm genuinely connected to myself. Because before that, most other things I wanted to do, you know, while, of course, I always loved helping people, if I'm really being honest, most of those things, you know, were self-serving, you know, being a DJ and making music, and all these different kinds of things. And of course, to a degree, you know, you help people with joy and, and the music that you make or the music that you play and things like that, helping them escape from their their trials and tribulations of life. But I, if I'm being really honest, you know, on the greater scale of it, it's not truly making such a huge, profound impact, you know. And for me, I think I definitely began to feel a bit more like I actually was finding myself once I began to kind of dive headfirst into this type of content, you know, really having a, a purpose driven message to everything that I do. And Huffington Post had this really great article that that kind of bounces off of this. And I want to read some of this stuff from it. And their article is connect to something greater than yourself. And they talk about these various different levels. I'm only going to talk about the one that kind of uh, discusses what we're talking about here. And then they had four levels. Um, And the fourth level they talk about uh, when it comes to connecting to something greater than yourself is they list religion, spirituality and values. And they go on to say, if you feel connected to something larger than yourself, You're driven by the very highest level of achievement, greater than the people around you, whether that means God, spirituality, or a set of values you live by. In short, something that will outlast and outlive you. And that last part is incredibly profound to me. The idea of something that will outlast and outlive you. And that actually brings me to this quote that I had found during kind of the prep for the show. And it's from Albert Pike. And he says, What we have done for ourselves alone dies with us. 
what we have done for others and the world remains and is immortal. And that's so incredibly powerful, especially when you talk about somebody like Dr. Martin Luther King, right? Like, here's a man who was, you know, sadly murdered long before I was ever even an idea. But here I am talking about him. And, and as somebody who can't 100% relate to his story, right? Like, I'm not a black man. I didn't grow up in times as racist as he did, although obviously racism still exists and it's still a problem. But when you're talking about the South, you know, where he was fighting those on those front lines, it's not something... I truly can even really have an accurate grasp on, you know, I, I can only really feel truly a piece of what it was like back then just from reading and watching these old doc documentaries. But, you know, for I can't I, I don't have that lived experience as he did in people of that time. Yet here I am motivated and moved by the words of this person, moved by the actions of this person and, and the movement that he created. And I think that's something so profound when you think about your life, right? I mean, when I think about kind of my old goals, like, old goals of being, you know, a gigantic DJ producer, like maybe uh, I would have gotten to play some gigantic shows and I got to, right? But at the end of the day, I'm probably going to be the only person who really remembers those nights, right? Like there, that's, I'm going to be the only person who is truly going to be touched by those nights for the, for the most part. You know, maybe some people had a good time, they had fun, but the profound impact is really just left on me, right? Because I got to achieve my goal by playing in front of one of these huge crowds or at a particular venue, but I didn't do anything to really affect change that will leave an ongoing legacy, you know? And, and to me, when I think about my life and and the short time that we have here on this earth, the precious time, I'd, I'd rather say, it's like, do I want to do things that will exist in a bubble for the time that I'm walking on this earth? Or do I want to do things that potentially will allow me to impact generations to come in a positive way, you know, that will allow me to essentially live on forever, right? I think we all go at some point in the in the physical sense, but I believe the impact that we make on on people as we as we fight for for the things that are right and as we stand up for for others, you know, that impact that we make, that has the potential to last forever. And to me, that's what's worth fighting for, right? That's what's worth getting out of bed every morning and doing the grind, doing the work. The idea that what I'm creating will be touching people and potentially changing lives long after my physical body leaves this earth. Like what a blessing that is. What a, what a special thing that is. And that's why I can see how, how, th how this idea of having some greater purpose larger than yourself leads to a, an idea of fulfillment because there's an excitement there, right? The idea that work I'm doing now will potentially live on forever. If that doesn't motivate you, I don't, I don't know what will. Like to think the work I do right now or that you do right now could have an impact on, on generations to come decades and decades from right now. Like that, that's a hell of a reason to get out of bed every morning and do something. And for those of you who haven't necessarily found that part of yourself yet, I don't want you feeling down, you know. To be honest, I'm still searching for it in various ways, really trying to refine it, what it means, right? I've, I've maybe figured out who I want to speak to, what I want to speak on behalf of, but the vessels and, and ways of doing so are ever-changing for me. The ideas are ever-changing for me. But for those of you who maybe are still looking for that thing for yourself, Huffington Post in the same article had a really kind of great way to break down a way for you to do some soul searching. And like I said, they have four levels. I'll, I'll quickly read them where they talk about you know, the ideas of how to find happiness, level one, individual goals, you know, things you do for your own pleasure and satisfaction, level two, family, number three, community, 
you know, you're not only driven by your own achievements or the well-being of your family, but also those around you. And then obviously, like I said, level four, when you talk about religion, spirituality and values, creating something once again, that will outlast and outlive you. Like they talk about all this stuff as different levels, right? So level four, the one that I'm focusing on is the highest level you could possibly achieve. And they say the higher the level, the greater your resilience. They say with each step up in the connection, you're more resilient, not to mention more satisfied. Each subsequent level strives for more and deeper reach. And it's that higher purpose that gives you the power to withstand anything. As we like to say, the bigger the boat, the less likely it is to capsize. And that's interesting because they talk about as you elevate beyond these various levels of just serving yourself and then your family, your local community, and then something much larger than yourself. It's the idea that no matter what bullshit life throws at you, when you have a calling so high, when you have a purpose so high and you have this connection to this purpose that is so much bigger than you and and the sort of fire that that is lighting underneath you, it makes it that much harder for any of life's bullshit to bring you down, right? And that's why they talk about this is the ultimate level of happiness uh, that to be fighting for something so much bigger than yourself. It allows you to recognize how small everything else really is when you are thinking about it in that way. And, and on to what they were talking about when it comes to soul searching, they say, ask yourself how you might connect with a cause on all four levels. They say, level one, how do you define success? What short-term and long-term goals do you have for yourself? What do you wish for yourself to achieve and to experience? Level two, how does your family inspire you? What do they demand on you to do? Or B, what goals do you have for your family? What can help you and your loved ones come to realize these goals? And then level three, what are your hopes for your community? How do you define community? As your circle of family and friends or a group as large as your country or even humanity? What sort of change or progress do you wish for this group? Is there a problem this community faces that you are inspired to fix? How can you make your world a better place? And then level four, which we're focusing on, although I think we could take a part of what they're saying when it comes to community and fighting for your community. Level four, they say, what are the ideals you strive to live up to? What are the core principles you want to live by? How can you make these more present in your everyday actions? They say identifying these purposes requires some deep thought and maybe even some soul searching. The power that real purpose brings to any effort makes it all worthwhile. So take the time to identify how you connect with something greater than yourself and prepare for the power you will wield when you tap into that intention. And I think when we talk about Dr. King, obviously he was fighting on behalf of his community, but even on a larger scale, he's talking more more than just the actual people who were around him at the time. He's fighting for the future generations, right? When he talks about having a dream that black girls and black boys will once one day be able to hold hands. You know, he's talking about future generations, a world where where racism doesn't exist, where this hierarchy doesn't exist, where white supremacy doesn't exist. And we could all be looked upon as human beings, regardless of our race, our, our creed, the color of our regardless of our race or the color of our skin. And that creates a world that is is incredible and beautiful and, and reaches far beyond just his own community. It's something that impacts the entire world and history as we know it. And, and man, the future of the world as we know it, right? And I just think as I look at this kind of stuff, I think obviously I'm talking about the idea that you're doing work that will live on far, far beyond your years on this planet. But also, I think when you think about it, what also makes sense to me is the fact that it sort of lightens a bit of the burden that everyday life has on us, right? Like, think about the shit that you used to get caught up on when you were in high school, you were in middle school, right? And now we can kind of laugh about it, like the worries that you had at that point in time. 
And it's because you have other shit in your life that is far more important than like what some random person uh, it, it gossip rumor they're making up about you or maybe some test that really in the grand scheme of it means nothing. You know, you've got your family to worry about. You've got your home to worry about your job, all that kind of stuff. Right. Like your priorities become bigger. Your responsibilities become bigger. The things that you're concerned with become bigger. So all those things, when you look back on them, seem so insignificant. You know, those pair of sneakers that you might have wanted at that time, like all that seems really insignificant when you think about your life now. And I think that that's what the kind of breakdown is like when you really are living with this mindset and in your own world that you're creating something so, so big and so profound that it will affect generations long after you're gone. It's very easy to not sweat the small stuff. It's very easy to brush off, you know, life's daily bullshit that it might throw at you. And that's, I think, a huge reason why they talk about happiness. You're not getting caught up on every little snag in the road. And the less shit you're getting caught up on, the more present and open you're allowing yourself to be to the things that are actually important. And to me, that presence to what's actually important is a huge component to actually finding and maintaining happiness. And with that said, I want to get into, uh, obviously, as we talk about his birthday and Martin Luther King Day, uh, I want to get into a couple of quotes that I feel like connect to what we're talking about in our Mijente segment. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. All right, so I want to read a couple quotes from, from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that I think are, are, of course, profound, but connect to what we're talking about, this idea of finding something bigger than just yourself. And for starters, this quote, I think, stuck out to me. It was, uh, quote, an individual has not started living until he can rise above the narrow confines of his individualistic concerns to the broader concerns of all humanity. 
And I love I love this because you, you always hear people talk about the idea of like being reborn, right? When they find God or, or find whatever it, it might be, right? Something higher than themselves, you know, at the risk of, of sounding redundant. But I think there's a there's a reason for that. I think that without having something bigger than just yourself, I think it's it's really easy to feel like you're kind of running in place or you're kind of like just stabbing in the dark, right? And just moving sort of moment to moment. And I think you you also when we think about a lot of people in entertainment, even right, we hear so many stories of people being unhappy. I mean, how many suicides have we sadly seen from people, you know, who were or, or overdoses, whatever it was, people who were, you know, seemed to have everything any of us could ever want, right? Money, fame, success, all of the above, but still were very much unhappy. I'm not here to speak on behalf of them that, you know, they didn't have a purpose in life, or whatever the case may be, but just generally speaking, generalizing this, you know, kind of looking from the outside looking in here. I think many people, and this has happened to, to me, and I haven't reached you know great levels of success like a lot of people I'm kind of referencing, but you begin to realize once you start checking off a, a lot of these individualistic goals that you have, they feel good for the present moment, but it doesn't it doesn't stay. You know that, that great feeling doesn't stay, and it's very easy to drop off and become depressed because you're like, man, what actually makes me happy? I, I fought so hard to get this, and I thought it would make me happy, and it doesn't. I'm sure we've all had that moment, regardless of where you are in your life. You had a moment like that where you achieved something you you wanted, you hooked up with the person you want to hook up with, you got that grade, got that car, whatever it is. And eventually you realize it didn't solve, you know, your problems, you still were unhappy or unfulfilled with life. And I think that's what a lot of this is all about. When I think back to how I was living, you know, just a few years ago, when I was sort of chasing this very superficial success in the music industry, you know, and I think back to being a single dude, just running around the bars and clubs with, you know, goal in mind, I realized that a lot of my my life and my day-to-day activities were sort of spent finding ways to kind of keep the noise up, right? Finding ways to keep myself out of my own head, finding ways to kind of numb the things that were actually, you know, eating away at me and 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 finding the quick and easy fix for those things. And that's kind of what I guess day-to-day life was at that point in life for me, you know. What thing can I quickly latch onto to provide some sort of temporary relief uh, from this emptiness that I'm feeling. And listen, I'm not going to say that I don't go through those phases every once in a while feeling down or or depressed or anxious, you know, but the reality is, you know, over the last year, year and a half, it's slowly gotten better. And, and, and especially a lot of the work I'm doing on myself, like it, it's definitely the space in between those moments of sadness or the, the length of time those moments of sadness linger has gotten shorter and shorter. And even when those moments sort of do persist, it's very easy for me to reflect on the work that I'm doing and and understand that I'm truly living for something greater than myself. And it sort of gives me that motivation to to hop back up and, and start, you know, continue doing my work because I realize that what I'm doing is important because it's not just for me. And I'm not having any delusions of grandeur of like that this podcast is going to change the world or anything like that. But I know that if it was somebody else doing this podcast, I would feel represented and confident and excited that somebody who looks like me or has a similar background to me is doing something interesting and speaking on behalf of me. And I think that for me personally, that would motivate me to want to, you know, fight for the things that I believe in. And that's all I can ever hope for is that hopefully I'm, you know, at the very least lighting the spark that maybe motivates you listening out there to do something great. And I think that's a bit of that motivation. They talk about, you know, that fire that I was speaking of where it's like the days where I don't feel like setting up a camera, setting up microphones and recording and then editing a podcast for an hour and a half, knowing that it's not just about me, 
gives me that little extra push to finish what I started. And this is like the first project I've ever been consistent on. Obviously, there's a lot of other parties involved and things like that. But to not have missed two days a week, aside from like the week I took off for vacation is insane to me. My other podcast, you know, the reason they were probably never that successful, with the exception of one was that I never held myself truly accountable. And I think that's because I never felt that deeper connection to how important the work I, I was doing was or what the meaning of the work I was doing was and what I hoped it would live on to be. And I don't mean to get on my soapbox. I'm not trying to pat myself on my back too much. I'm just kind of going through my my motions of thought, my my thoughts here that are in my head and, and hopefully kind of inspires anybody or, or somebody can relate to it. And that's why. And so I don't go on too long about uh, kind of just doing on that. I also want to just read the second quote, the last quote that I have from MLK that I thought was profound that related to this. He says, if a man has not discovered something that he will die for, he isn't fit to live. And I don't think that Dr. King wanted to die. I don't think anybody wants to die, right? I, I think that this is obviously the most extreme version of it. And sadly for him, this became something very literal for him. He kept doing the work that he was doing, even with the risk of, of death, the threats that were happening to his life and his family's lives. He still felt, felt it was that important that he had to push forward. But I think that the greater idea behind this quote, when you talk about the idea of living, we're all alive, right? And in, in, in the, the literal sense, if you're listening to this, you are alive. But I don't think all of us are truly living, right? Like I know I've gone through phases in my life where I was just kind of coasting. I was on autopilot, you know? And I think there are a lot of people out there in this world who, who are that way. You know, a lot of people who are just living day to day, clocking into work, doing their job, leaving at 5 p.m., clocking out, going home, you know, and doing the same thing over and over again. And maybe they get to live a little bit on the weekends, right? But they're stuck in this routine, this autopilot where they're just existing. And again, I've been there. This isn't judgment on anybody. I more so would hope that it would be a wake-up call because if that sounds like you, if that sounds like your everyday life, it's time for you to make a change, a change from merely just existing to actually living your life before it's too late. And to me, that's a bit of what that quote means. And maybe that's, you know, obviously my own interpretation of it. But I just think it's that fire, right? It's that fire that we talk about, you know, that you you have underneath you. It's the same way I think why people when they get kids, you know, certain people will rise to the occasion, right? Or when you have no choice but to make things work as far as like money wise, like all of a sudden you start developing all these different hustles to, to get by, right? It's like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. I got to figure it out. And like, usually you you end up finding a way every single month. Anybody who's lived check to check understands that lifestyle that somehow some way you find ways to do things you find ways to make things happen and i think it's it's that same kind of fire just on a grander level and i think in short it's that fire that's the difference between just watching your life pass you by and actively making the most of each moment that you're given and i actually just gave myself chills with that and not because it was such a profound quote but i think as a reminder i'll be completely real with y'all i'm waiting on a couple things to kind of happen or to at least see the outcome as far as my career goes. And I'm kind of in this limbo stage where it's all out of my hands and there's been a lot of delays and, and all these different things. And I think a part of that has made me revert into this place of just kind of watching the days sort of pass by and, you know, uh, neurotically checking my email, waiting for that email to pop up where I find out what's going on, you know? And it's it's funny because the the thing they, they teach us when in like the Hoffman process is, that your subconscious, your, your spiritual self has the answers, you know, you're just not necessarily always tapped in or connected to it. And I just kind of feel like that moment of like stream of consciousness that I just had was me speaking to myself 
about you need to make the most of all of these moments and not just allow these days to to pass you by. Because regardless of like the outcomes that I'm waiting on, and I'm sure other people out there may be in similar boats, there's a lot of really important work to be done that needs to get done. Man, um, I hope that wasn't too weird. I'm just fucking talking to myself right now and and uh, and having a moment with my own intellect, I guess. And uh, I hope I hope that that was profound. And I would expect that it it probably related to a few of y'all out there. If it did, let me know. Actually, at DJ Drama, let's just hit me up in the DMs uh, and let me know if it if that related to you and was maybe a little bit profound for you or or inspiring for you. I hope it was because it definitely just kind of I feel like I just woke up a bit, man. Um, with that said, let's uh let let's get into to you know wrapping things up and tying it all together in a neat little ball. I gotta collect myself for a second. Uh, we'll do all that in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Time for conclusion So I think it's always tough when you talk about somebody who has such a legacy like Dr. Martin Luther King. You always want to do right by them. You always want to honor their their legend and honor them as a human being and the legacy that they left behind and the impact on this world that they left behind. So I hope I, I was able to do so. But more importantly, I think it's incredibly 
powerful to look at what people like Dr. King stood for and how they chose to use their time here on this earth. And that rather than sit back idly and take the, the easy route, they chose to fight and stand up for something greater than himself, keeping in mind that no matter how difficult or scary it was as a result of, of being a part of this fight, they had the possibility of changing the world for decades to come. And that was more important than anything, even his own life. And I think we could all be so lucky to find things in this life that we are that passionate about. And you know what? Not even lucky. We owe it to ourselves to find things in this life that we are that passionate about that mean that much to us. Because without fire, without passion, you know, what is life? There's not much meaning there without that, you know? And without that meaning, there's not much happiness there. And for those of you who haven't found that happiness that you desire, ask yourself, you know, have I found something greater than myself to live for? And if you haven't, that's okay. But understand that your happiness lies on the other side of that discovery, the fire and the energy that you need to get out of bed each and every day to easily brush off life's bullshit. All of that lies on the other side of finding a purpose and finding something or someone far bigger than yourself. And while we, in the physical sense, won't live forever, if we try hard enough, we have the opportunity to create an impact that will live on forever. And to me, that's so worth fighting for. With that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate you giving me a venue to kind of hash out my own thoughts and find some clarity and, and peace within myself. I hope that it does the same for you listening to this episode, listening to this show in general, especially when you talk about people from our community who are marginalized in so many different ways and living in a world that wants to hold us down and wants to hold us back. It's that much more important that we as a community, as marginalized people, find something bigger than ourselves to fight for because our future depends on it. And I'll catch y'all Thursday for the Thursday Trends episode. Until then, let me know your thoughts on, on anything that might have struck you from this episode. I always appreciate that kind of feedback and that conversation at DJ Dramos. And I'll talk to y'all on Thursday. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.